0: I burst through the door first, with Victor and Nicholas behind me. Tears of rage and vengeance fill my eyes. The house is pitch dark, except for a small light somewhere in the hallway. The smell of scorched coffee lingers heavily on the air. There was a struggle here. Two of the chairs around the kitchen table have been knocked over. The tablecloth pulled from the table, along with the centerpiece basket of real fruit. Bananas, apples, and oranges litter the caramel-colored tile floor. Dina, I scream, and rush through the rest of the house with my gun in my hands and my finger on the trigger. Dina, are you here? No answer. She's not here, Izzy, Nicholas says behind me. Dina. Isabel, shut up. I turn swiftly in the hallway but then I stop and calm myself when I realize it had been Victor who called out my name the second time. Nicholas leaves us alone and disappears through the den entrance to check out the rest of the house. Victor steps up to me, a small LED nightlight plugged into the wall at the end of the hall glowing faintly against one side of his body. A shadow covers the rest. Listen to me, he says, cupping his hand about one side of my neck. She's not dead, so get your head on the street. This is the kind of emotion that will get you killed. Look at me, Isabel. He rips the word out. My eyes shoot up from the floor, and I do as he says, tears rolling down my cheeks. I wipe underneath my nose with the side of my gun hand. How do you know she's not dead? I feel like I'm going to be sick. Because she's not here, Victor says. Whoever took her wants something from us and won't kill her. She's leverage. I remember when I was leverage once, when Sarai was leverage back in Mexico. I wipe my tears again, but that rage and vengeance is ever growing inside of me, and these aren't tears of sadness, not even close. Whoever did this, whoever found Dina, the only mother I've ever really known, and took her from the safe house in New Jersey... I'll kill them. I'll fucking kill them. A bright light spills out into the hallway coming from the den, following the clicking on of a lamp. There's another note, Nicholas calls out. I push my way past Victor and hurry into the den, snatching a three-by-five white index card from Nicholas's hand. It's written in pencil. I read it to myself first and then out loud. Meet me at the vacant red brick building on 66th and Town Street in New Brunswick at 2 a.m. Oh, and tell Dorian Flynn to give his ex-wife a call. Victor and Nicholas exchange a look. I look back and forth between them, the card bending between my tightening fingers. I notice from the corner of my eye a body lying on the floor behind the sofa, a black boot on the end of a long leg sticks out into the floor. But I don't say anything because Nicholas and Victor have already seen him. They know that it's the guard they sent here to watch over Dina. And there's nothing that needs to be said other than the obvious. Whoever kidnapped Dina killed him when they broke in and took her. So it's Dorian's ex-wife, I say. She did this? I look to Victor. Who is she and where does she live? Victor takes his cell phone from his suit jacket pocket and runs his index finger over the glass screen. Victor! He puts up his hand to me as whoever is on the other end of the phone answers, probably Dorian, and gets his attention. I grit my teeth behind closed lips and wait impatiently. Yes, there was another note, Victor says into the phone, and then reads the note back to Dorian, having remembered it word for word. Is your ex-wife capable of... Put him on speaker, I cut in urgently, stepping up closer to Victor. Without hesitation, Victor slides his thumb over the speaker icon, and Dorian's voice funnels into the room. Tessa couldn't fight off a chihuahua, Dorian says. There's no way she can be involved...